So welcome back to the Remote Players Nerdcast episode 24, which is really episode 25 because of the lost episode. But 24, <laughs> uh, I like to bring that episode up just every once in a while because I still mourn it lost. <laughs> Anyways, as always, I'm here with Phoenix. Phoenix, how's it going? Yeah, man. Chilling. Uh, <clears throat> it's like it was 75 here yesterday and now it's, now it's 20 something. It's stupid. Dude, I can't. Like, Maryland's kind of... I didn't realize until you and I became friends that o- Oklahoma has, like, same... Not same, but, like, what, like bipolar weather like Maryland does. Because, uh, right. you know, we'll get, like, a couple days where it's, like, 60 degrees, and then, like, the next day it's freezing rain and snow. And I'm kind of like, you know, I just, like, I got... Al- I'm getting older, and I've got allergies, and, like, the temperature changes like that kind of mess with it. So I just want it to stop. But uh, it doesn't stop ever. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I can't. Sometimes I think like it'd be cool living in Florida, but then I think about summers in Florida. I'm just like, fuck that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, yeah, I mean, as much as the weather would be nice, you'd have to deal with all the people, you know, and they're anti vaccines and pro-trump and uh so anyways we won't go down that rabbit hole because that would be a completely different podcast um (laughs) so the format this time is a little bit different because we don't really have a talking point like we normally do but we do have some quick news tidbits that we're going to touch on because it's close to both of our uh our hearts uh nintendo this week announced what is it march of 2023 that they are going to be closing the 3ds and wii u e-shops um uh, I touched base with Phoenix about this because I had a question about whether or not you'd still be able to access your library. Evidently, you still will. So it's not like you'd lose everything, but you will lose the ability to purchase and download things on Wii U and 3DS. Um, and I think you and I come from slightly different um, not uh, perspectives, I guess is the right word, because you were a mostly digital downloader on 3DS, right? Yeah, pretty much exclusively. And and I was pretty much exclusively physical. So like all of my games outside of I honestly looking at my 3DS the other day, like the only things I have downloaded on it are like some of the Game Boy uh Zelda and Pokemon games. Like anything that was an actual 3DS release, I only bought physical. Um which in the long run may work out pretty well for me because some of that stuff is going for a small fortune now. Um yeah, seriously. But, you know, I even after I heard this news, uh, which you sent it to me first, uh, I still like haven't gone and checked the eShop yet. I still have my Wii U. I'm not going to turn it on. Um, But I still haven't (laughs) gone and looked at the eShop because like mostly the eShop for me, like I would just kind of go and look like for for me, the 3DS experience is always buying like physical. Um, And then I would, you know, I'd trade a lot of stuff in to get other things. That's always been my biggest gripe i guess with getting digital is uh i used to be the type of person that would buy like you know pokemon y and then beat it and then trade it in for 22 bucks and put that towards a new 3ds game um yeah you know so i that was my and that was back before i was really collecting i mean now i have a decent 3ds collection but not anything of what it could have been but for someone that was like uh almost exclusively like a digital downloader like what's your take or feelings on this uh <clears throat> i'm honestly i think i was telling you this too i might have said it before on this like i'm trying to remove myself from like the like 
care of like I, if I don't have that game, I'll never be able to play it. Like I don't know, man. It's like there's so many games, and we always get new ones, and then there's always like a remaster. So uh, it is kind of sad that like there's some 3DS games that like like I was telling you like like the Dragon Quest games they're not really ported to anywhere besides phones. So it's, that's yeah. kind of like a, a problem. It's like how do you play those games without this uh happening um also um kind of like i always go back to this like the price thing i was going to the eShop today on the 3ds because uh reasons and <laughs> and um it's it's kind of kooky how like there's stuff on there that are that is still like 39 like mainline stuff you know like uh, i don't know what to, i'm trying to you know <laughs> I would be I willing really to guess what. that it's almost all of it. Like, I, I bet you there's very few things that, like, that that shop, like, it had sales, but it never, like, permanently put anything on sale. Like, I, I bet you almost anything you would go and download, like, that's a, a first party or or whatever, like, major release for 3DS, I bet you they're all still 40 bucks. <laughs> I would say there's a few that are, like, okay, you know, like, like, you know, like the, the Keystone games or whatever you want to call it, like, um, like some of the big ones that like everyone should play, like they have those selects, but then they have some that are like, I think the new Super Mario Brothers, whatever game that came to that. Um, that one is like 29. There's a, there's a few that are like, they're just set at 29 now. All but right. that's, that's still kind of kooky. Like 29, come on y'all. Like this is like a, what? Eight plus year old game now. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, like, I think that, you know, you and I, you and I have had these talks. Uh, it's been like the forefront of a lot of our discussions about like 3ds or Vita or whatever. And I think I've all, you know, you like you've always made the point of like if they discounted this stuff, they would make some money on it. And I don't disagree with that, but I think I've always looked at it from the perspective of like, I agree. A lot of those games should be marked way down, uh, and there'd be, you know, they Nintendo would make some pretty decent money on some of them because otherwise if you're trying to buy physical some of them are like hundreds of bucks now but i do just think that like nintendo or like sony like when when their systems die uh they don't care like they're not going through and putting things on sale they're like you know as far as nintendo is concerned like the 3ds has been dead for three years they're just now getting around to announcing that they're going to turn off the store also right yeah i mean i, I totally get it it's just weird, like that Ever Oasis game. Remember when that game came out? It was kind of like towards the end. Remember that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I like that game. Yeah, it's this still thirty nine dollars, and it's like I'm sure the game is worth it. Like I'm not denying that it's not like it wasn't worth it at the time, but like who's downloading that now? Like, <laughs> well, and you know the the weird thing about it, and I'm sure that this has absolutely nothing to do with Nintendo's prices, and it is just like one of those things. But like, look at for instance, you and I were talking about like Dragon Quest Seven. Like, Dragon Quest Seven is one of the games that's not available on mobile. Uh, like eight is, and you can get eight like on iOS or Android for like I think it's like fifteen or twenty bucks or whatever, which is kind right. of ludicrous for a mobile game. But you know, eventually, like that's going to be the the cheapest way to play some of them but like seven is only available on physical uh 3ds and digital download so it's like you know nintendo can 
drop the price of that if they wanted to like 29 or 20 or whatever. But the flip side of it is you're not going to find a physical copy for cheaper than that digital copy. Yeah, that's true. You know, so like as much as it's like those prices should have gone down, like you still you shouldn't be paying thirty nine ninety nine for Dragon Quest seven in two thousand twenty two. But like to get I got my I, I rebought a physical copy of Dragon Quest seven uh, probably last year sometime. And it was like seventy dollars. And I'm sure it's more than that now. So it's like this weird place where, you know, you're you're almost like you're you're getting a deal by paying the original price on it for a digital download at this point. Yep. I'm looking at it right now. It's eighty-five, eighty-three. Yeah. That's, it's that's, that's like buy it now price. So it's when I was looking up uh like some other games yesterday, like games that I was interested in like repurchasing, like Tales of uh from the abyss or what it tales of abyss tales of abyss yeah uh the uh, you know and i was like i would like to get that game and play it again and that's going for like 50 or 60 dollars now and like dude back like three not three like five or six years ago when i was collecting 3ds games still like that game was like 11.99 right um, no one cared you know, about like, it no no one cared about it it wasn't like of all the Tales games, like it was one of the lower reviewed ones, but still, like it's really tough to find any 3DS game uh, that's like, re- well, I'm not going to say reasonably priced because that's like the market price, um, but that that like is affordable. Like it's it's just nuts. Like who would have ever thought that the 3DS would stop production? The Switch would sell, you know, 103 million units. And we would be looking at 3DS games on eBay that are $20, $30, $40, $50 more expensive than day one Switch releases. Yeah. Like, I never would have guessed that, ever. I mean, you, you know, you figure, like, if any of us knew that was going to happen, we all would have bought physical and held on to all of our games. I know. And that was, you know, like, there was a bunch of games that, kind of like you, I was like, I bought and then I beat them and I was like, I'm never going to play this again. I'm going to trade this in. Yep. And it's probably true for the same games. Like, I don't think I would want most of those back, but it's still just kind of like, man, if I didn't do that, I might've had a few, but yeah, I don't know. Dude. I'm going to have all those speed games and I probably won't sell them anytime soon. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, at this point you have to kind of wonder like, okay, is the price that we're seeing for a Dragon Quest Seven on eBay is that eighty-five dollars. Is that the most you're ever going to make on a copy of it, or are we going to be looking at eBay five years from now and looking at that like in box with the manual like six hundred dollars? Yeah. Um, or does it go back down where you can, you know, I, you just don't know. I mean, the pandemic changed video games like retro gaming massively because like people got their their Biden bucks and all sorts of different stuff and unemployment and all these different things. And like, they definitely were stuck inside and started like collecting and, you know, then things were that had depreciated a whole bunch all of a sudden are valuable. So I don't know. I mean, I, you know, that Nintendo shutting down these stores doesn't bother me at all. I don't, but that's like from a strictly me perspective, uh, I don't use them. I haven't logged into either one of the e-shops on switch or or sorry on 3ds or wii u in a very long time and since you can keep your back catalog and still download from it i mean i can't imagine they have that open forever but um 
you know, like it kind of, it, it kind of doesn't bother me just because what it's been probably three years since persona Q two, which was the last mainline game. I mean, at some point that type of stuff has to go away. Yeah. And, um, I was on there today for a pretty good amount of time, honestly. And I actually bought like a few little games because they were like $2 and $7. And it was stuff that I was like, shit, I kind of wanted this game. Um, like just little roguelikes and all that stuff. But, um, it's kind of it's kind of like worth it if people don't have like a big memory card or whatever. If you if you did that and just downloaded all your shit that you're you know that you want forever, um, that's pretty much a good thing to do because I have mine like I've downloaded nothing but 3ds games on my card and it's still got a bunch of space. So I feel like you know if if you're uh, if you're a person like me that's downloaded a bunch of games. And you don't have a big car for some reason. You should definitely just do that and get it and download your shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a big card in mine, but I also have very few games that I spent, you know, 40 bucks on digitally. So, I mean, I think the way you're doing it is the way to go uh, as far as that, you know, making sure you have all of your stuff. Now, uh, I think I, I think I will get Dragon Quest seven at some point um, just because, you know, like we said, there's like nowhere to play it. And, you know, like I'm kind of okay with paying it because I know it's probably cool and it's worth the money. But you know, like stuff like Ever Oasis, this to me, that shit is just like no one is like going back in time to be like, yeah, that's the game I wanted five years yeah, ago. No. no, there's no market <laughs> for that game. But um, um anyway, I I could see it. I could see them eventually, like some of these games, like Dragon Quest Seven. Like if there's like a Switch, you know. There's, there has to be some kind of eventually some kind of switch remaster at some point because they'd be stupid to not do that. Um, and I'm sure that'll happen. Maybe those prices will go down some, but then at that point, no one's going to care because, like, all right, I can download it on Switch. Right. Well, and it also becomes like, what do you want them to focus on? Like, you know, do, do we want uh, a remaster of Dragon Quest 7 or do we want, you know, Dragon Quest 12 and 13? I mean, um, yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's one. strange. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it's strange that something like Dragon Quest Seven never made its way to mobile when eight did, and you can download like one, two, three, four, five, and six, and then eight. Uh, so it's, it's like, really weird. yeah, I don't get it because I would have almost definitely downloaded that on my phone. I mean, Dragon Quest Seven is my second favorite Dragon Quest game of all time, behind Eleven. So. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I kind of just feel like the closing of the store, like I've seen it up. I've seen a lot of people post about it on Instagram, uh, on my flat cat gaming account. Like I get it. And I know a lot of people are like kind of upset about it, but it's like, you know, at some point their focus is not going to be on the eight year old system. It's going to be on the system. That's going to probably become the greatest selling system of all time. Um, so I mean, kind of to me, it kind of like is what it is. Uh, I would do it. Phoenix does get a big card and download all your shit now. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same way. Like like I said, I I'm just like trying to get out of the mindset now. Like you know, like games are kind of consumption, and like yeah, I think someone 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 out there should have like a museum or some shit of all these games. But like, there's there's a bunch of games you're gonna lose, and like no one's gonna ever think about them. So I mean, yeah, yeah just. I, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, like it, it's no point in keeping it going if they're probably making hardly anything really from it anymore, dude. 
Yeah, I can't imagine that they are. Um, you have anything else on the eShop closing? No, uh, I didn't want to bring up the batteries though. Unless yeah, we... that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna move to now is your battery experience. <laughs> well, uh, if you're uh, one of the five people in the world that still care about 3ds, there is. Uh, a, I didn't realize this. I thought that um, I was a fucking genius, and I was like, I'm gonna take my so my battery, my 3ds, my new 3ds. It bloated, and it does this thing where you're playing it, and then all of a sudden it just goes. It starts blinking red after you have it fully charged, and then it like dies in like. 20 minutes after that maybe five minutes after that like it kind of varies so that's not that's not great if you're like not at a save point so um i kind of did i kind of ignored it didn't get a battery and then i was like i'm just going to grab the battery out of my 3ds the original one and that battery does not fit that 3ds battery actually wiggles around inside of the new 3ds even the small one so Which is really weird. You're like it's like it doesn't attach at all like, to the size. It's like smaller. So um, so then I went on Nintendo and I was like, okay, there's 3ds batteries on here. No, those 3ds batteries are for the original one and for and they have the uh, the new 3ds like the XL batteries. They don't have the new 3ds small battery. Which I don't know if that's because you know how whenever we got these, they were kind of like a quick limited thing you know we didn't america didn't normally or originally get these like smaller new 3ds's so i don't know if that's why like they were just like oh all right you guys got over you guys got like the overs or whatever and whatever happens happens i don't i don't know if they just didn't stock us with batteries here well and you also got to kind of remember that like at this point we're like what four years removed or whatever so, like, accessories yeah. and batteries in general are probably hard to come by. I, I think it's strange that they don't all use the same battery, but I guess, I, what do I know about batteries? Yeah, there was somebody online that was like, you can finagle it and you can make it, like, if you put something inside of it, like, that will hold it to the left and to the bottom, it'll, like, it'll like tuck in there, pause, and fit nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing that stupid shit, dude. Fuck around, blow up my fucking 3DS or some wild shit, dude. <laughs> yeah all of a sudden it's on fire and you're like this is fine you know i'll just yeah i'll just throw my 3ds away after having it for so many years like how would you ever replace these because like i don't i don't want to look at the price of these right now like holy shit you know they're probably limited as hell right now anyway um i don't know so yeah if you're a person that has a new 3ds small unit i guess ll is what they call in japan i don't know what what did we ever get them here? This new 3DS, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. I don't remember what they were called here, except just, like, I don't know that they had, like, a specific name. I guess they were just new 3DS, and then the XL was, like, new 3DS XL. I, I don't know. But, yeah. Like, if you're a person that, uh, I don't know, I would just say everybody that has one that wants to keep it going should just look up Amazon batteries and just maybe buy a few because um they're not great and even the three even the amazon one like i got one today and i put it in there and it's slightly smaller it's it fits snugly from top and bottom but left and right it's kind of like it's not tight so um i mean it looks it works fine it just it just looks weird when you put it in you're just kind of like huh this is how 
This is how it works? Okay. Um, it's uh, just in case anybody was curious, the one we're talking about are the smaller ones where the plates were uh, removable and you could replace them with other ones. And on eBay, they're going for about 250 right now. So, Oh, my God. Dude, if I put mine on there with all the... Remember I went on that plate collecting obsession? Yeah. I could probably make yeah. it full of fucking money right now on that. Now is the time. Dude, if you ever saw that, like that would probably be my kids are like held in ransom or some shit. If you ever saw that. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the last, like, I'd be like, damn it, I have to fucking do this. <laughs> we would all hear Phoenix cry. Yeah. <laughs> Not my plates. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but my plates. <laughs> I was, uh, um, I'm going to I'm going to take this on my next work trip, which is tomorrow. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot my plates. I should, like, swap my plates out. Like, um, it's kind of cool to, like, think about carrying this thing again because um, it's it's a perfect device. I know we've talked about this a million times already. But anyway, I think I'm done with so that. That's, so that's <laughs> the battery debacle. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Those are our two little news bits. And now uh, we got a couple games that we've been playing um phoenix mostly i spent uh the last however long since the last time we recorded still mostly playing battlefield one but uh a game that we've both been playing that uh was a very strange experience which probably like about two or three weeks ago now uh phoenix like texted me and he was like you had he had been playing the league of legends card game card based game and you were like you know i think i'm gonna download the the moba and i was like oh Man, I've been trying to get Phoenix to play MOBAs. I mean, you've played a few of them, but like dropped out quickly too. Um, yeah. And so, you know, when you said that, I was like, well, okay, I'm going to download it. And my thought process was this like, I'm going to download it because we're only going to do this for like a day or two. And then yeah. you're going to be like, you know, I'm out on this. So I'm going to capitalize on it and do all we can. So I downloaded uh, League of Legends Wild Rift on my uh, Surface Duo. Uh, which is the, like the perfect device for it. I mean, I could see like playing on an iPad Pro, like you are being pretty ideal because it's a little bigger and everything. But this is like you know marginally bigger than my phone, and I don't have to like I can when in you know when I'm in like in between deaths or being alive or whatever, I can you know respond to a text message or whatever, and don't have to like swipe the game away real quick, which I don't care for. Um, I, you're going to give a more comprehensive uh, review of this game than I am. And most of that is going to come from a place of I've been playing MOBAs for like five years. And um, I, I like them. I mean, for anybody that's never played one, it, the, the main mode that you're going to play in any MOBA is like five versus five, you know, with like, what is it? I mean, three major lanes and then like the jungle. So you get like <clears throat> assigned a specific role and you're supposed to play that role and you level up and then you get power ups and you have special moves that you pick to level up and um, you go and you try to kill, take out the members of the other team and their their turrets. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like a repeat. Uh, there's not a lot of all the matches go similarly, you know, for better or for worse. But you get better over time. You learn how to play your favorite characters and your favorite roles a little bit better. Um, I my 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 feelings about this one are it's fun. Um, it can be an incredibly frustrating. Uh, there's some some matches I play where I feel like I 
totally know what I'm doing and I and I understand the game and I'm doing good. And there's other matches where I feel like I die as soon as someone touches me and I can't for the life of me figure out why I die so quickly unless it just happens to be a bad matchup between types of characters. Um, it doesn't feel particularly well balanced for me as far as like the uh, the gaming, the gameplay and being able to kill people and, and deal damage. But I'm also a little impatient, so that could be part of it. Um, of the MOBAs that I've played over the years, Vainglory, uh, Mobile, Bang Bang, uh, Arena of Valor, and Wild Rift, this would fall somewhere in the middle. Uh, I like Vainglory and Arena of Valor significantly more than uh, Wild Rift, but Wild Rift is probably better than the other ones that I've tried over the years. Um, so, like, I, I enjoy it. I, I enjoyed a lot more playing with phoenix and uh like his co-worker was it josh that's his name yeah yeah um you know <clears throat> we would squad up and kind of play um the the when we first started playing this a couple weeks ago we were testing out like the voice chat it's trash uh, i hope that they they work on that more it's still in beta so that's fine um but overall i i enjoy playing it i you know i'll still pick it up like once or twice a day and, and log in uh, and play for a little while, and I got to play the the the, the pass for the the month or whatever. Um, I, I'm having a good time with it. I just find that probably more often than not, I feel a little frustrated at my progression on learning how to play it well. So, with that said, this is your first major major mover that you've stuck with. Uh, what are what's your take? Uh, well, uh, let me go to my notes here because I just want to make sure I remember this. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's like, like you were saying. It can definitely feel, especially. I kind of thought it would be different maps every now and then. Like you, you know, you play a few of this look, and then you go to one that's like a snow or some shit. You know, like it looks a little different or something. And then yeah. you go to one that's like space or some shit. I don't know. I just kind of figured it was like that. Um, but it's like literally the same map every time. And has it ever changed? Do you know if we? No, oh, this is pretty much. They're all that way. There's there's not much in the in the way of like maps changing. That's kind of like that's kind of where I wish maybe that could help. Like maybe if this map had uh, this thing is this side and not that side. I don't know. Like that that could help a little bit for me. Um, but <clears throat> for some reason, like I got destroyed a lot, and I I pick characters that are not usually tanky and like awesome at like taking hits. So. Uh -huh. It's like, like you're saying, like, there's been a few matches that I'm just like, I get hit once and then it's like, I get a combo on me. I'm just like, who the fuck, like, is this good at this game? Like, this right. is fucking an annoying. <laughs> and then, so, I mean, lately, uh, for people that care, I've been playing as Senna and I've started getting better at her where I feel like I actually can get away at least. If, if I get into a crazy situation, I'm like, all right, I can get out of this. But man, if I get stuck with someone else that is like, you know, um, Whenever you play ranked, you can do like a banning thing where like some the other team can pick who they don't want to play against, and sometimes they pick Senna, and I'm just like, oh shit! Now I got to figure out somebody else on the fly. Um, that kind of sucks, um, and it kind of brings me to a small like complaint with like this community is like I know every gaming community is toxic, but like this one's especially toxic, dude. Sometimes, like you really just got to play with the chat off. I, honestly, because 
like, dude, there's been times where I get stuck with like, um, you know, like, like you were saying, like we're in a match where we're just getting like the people that we're playing against are like fucking Jedi level. And, you know, like we die and it's like people, I see people do it to other folks mainly. It's like where they're just like, they died three times and they're like, report this person, delete this person. Like you remove him from the game. It's just like, dude, chill. Like we're in like fucking, what's it called? Casual. We're not even in ranked. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so then what happens is they start leaving and, you know, then they start just like their hearts light into it or they just like disconnect. And then next thing you know, like you're, you're just getting destroyed even more. So it's just kind of like, I don't know that I, I know it's like every gaming community lately, but, um, but for some reason, like I have been sticking with it, dude. Like I think just feeling, feeling better with like a character that I actually think is cool or whatever. Um, kind of helps um so i don't know i i think i with this game i think i like so far that there's so many characters and they kind of have their own thing and i don't know i just like i just like the character design of this game a lot like i think i think whoever the artist is or whatever creating these characters is like there are like some really cool some really cool ideas happening so I don't know. I'm still, I'm still pretty much all the way in, which is weird to say about Phoenix in a MOBA. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was going to be a thing. I definitely thought that you'd be out after a day or two or a match or two. I think I want to say too, uh, the if if anyone out there is like loves the card games, like hold on. All right. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Had to help my wife out for a second. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, if anyone out there is into the card game too, um, you would definitely, I think it's what's cool about it is that it, it works back and forth together. Like if you know the characters in the League of Legends game, uh, in the main game, then like you kind of get to the card game and you see how they, bring that over into the card game and it's really it's like really cool like they really did like nail that so i don't know that that kind of helps me like stick with it where it's like i kind of get like annoyed with the the moba sometimes i want to just take a pause and then i play the card game and i'm like oh this is cool like this is like the game without stress (laughs) yeah Uh, and you still get like the character like fixes or whatever so um I don't know. It's uh, it's I'm still with it for a while, so I guess uh, I guess I'll move to the next game unless you get some more on that. No, I'm good. And since I didn't play any other games, I will turn the ship over to you. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so my next game is Ali Ali World, uh, which is super. It looks a hundred percent like. Adventure Time, but skateboarding, and I, I don't know. Like I, it, have you? Do you watch that show? Have you seen it? I've seen it, but I, uh, I haven't seen it. I know what it is. Right, I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I know it. I haven't watched it. Everyone like beats me up about it, dude. I don't have time to watch like 40 episodes of like a show. Um, 
I, I love Rick and Morty. That's probably like the one that I got into recently. But even then, it's just like it's so hard to like maintain this shit. But anyway, it looks like Adventure Time. So if there's someone out there that's like, I want a skateboarding game that is like Adventure Time, this is like your time. <laughs> uh, but it's basically a platformer game. Um, the it's basically platformer, and you're kind of like trying to beat your beat records, like beat your time, beat or not your time, beat your score. And usually, I don't care about that in a game. Um, but the way they do this, they pull it off so well that like you go through the first part of the game, like where the first run of the, of the of the level, and then there's a, a moment where at the end you see like your crew that like is like your the story mode they're hanging out with you and you see one more person that's there now and that person is like a rival like someone online at the same time i guess or i don't know when they finished their game but anyway it says like rival found and their score is like always just above your score and so it kind of makes you like say well fuck it i want to play this game and see if i can beat my score or beat this person's score so then when you finish you're like hell yeah i got that person's score it tells you like rival b or whatever and then there's like another rival there. And it's like another, like, it looks like, a, you know, this one was like a green character. Now the one before, the one after you was like a, like a black guy or whatever. And the next one is like a white chick. It's like, you know, so it has this really cool, like, you can tell that it's actually different people and not just like a randomly generated computer thing. Um, I don't know, dude, it's really cool. And the load screen, the load screens, show like random people from the community and like their uh their like uh style the gear they pick to wear for their character so it's super cool like uh i know it's just is hella not a big game but um you know i used to skate a lot as like through 18 through 22 probably and then i finally stopped doing it because i was like having to work but um i don't know like skating is still part of my heart like i still love to see it like on instagram and all that shit so this game is definitely, I would say, probably the best Ali Ali out there. Um, I know like they've had ones before, but this one is like next level. Like they actually like went above and beyond on this one, I think. And if anyone cares about this, it's got like Nintendo Life and a bunch of others, like IGN, pretty much everywhere that is like a thing these days for reviews, give it a nine out of ten. So I mean that that's pretty good in my opinion if like if everywhere that is like pretty much a games review gave it nine out of ten that probably telling you the truth um if you're into it if you're not into it you're not gonna like this game because it's definitely uh i don't know it's not it's not the standard skateboarding game as far as it's not great you know like tony hawk when you're playing tony hawk it's like you click the button to jump and then you do a trick this game is like all binded to the directional pad. So pressing up is like a kickflip, or pressing down is an ollie, pressing right is like a hill flip. So it's like it's kind of a mindfuck, honestly, when you play it at first, but then you start learning and, and you're good to go. But I I would get this game a 10 out of 10, in my opinion. Like I think it's super great um, if you're into this niche world of cartoony skateboarding um but yeah you have any you have anything on this <laughs> I, uh, I mean i looked it up and took a moment but it looks good it looks like something that uh, that like i could play and have fun for a little bit but like you know like 
skateboarding is not my thing really so and uh, you know like ultimately not not a band game but i mean it's not something i think like looks terrible yeah like it's it'd be like it's i got it for 30 because i like i do love it but uh, eventually this game will be probably 15 or whatever and you know maybe maybe by then like you said diane might be interested in it um, yeah, I mean, she likes skateboarding, so it might definitely be a game for her. I mean, she likes Tony Hawk, and you know, like skateboarding appeals to her. So I'm definitely going to point it out that you know, like, hey, maybe this is something you want to check out, uh, and then I would have more of a motivator to play it. Right. I don't think it has anything two player about it. I don't think so. I can't remember for sure, but um, I don't know. Also, I do want to make a point that it's not a zany skateboarder, like. I hate the skateboarding games that like are you know Tony Hawk kind of got zany towards the end, where you're yeah. like you're doing like crazy insane tricks that like don't even make sense. I mean th- these are insane tricks, but they're at least they stay in the vein of normal skateboarding. It's not like you're um, doing something like super out of the realm of like possibility. Um, it's just like you know it's a game, but like it's I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're not doing like tricks that are like a million, you know, a million one eighty. Like you're not doing something crazy. You're you're doing stuff that is really standard. So uh, I I've always appreciated when skateboarding games stick to, I don't know, as real as you can for a video game. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll move on if you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good. So uh, triangle. <sighs> triangle strategy prologue demo uh i've been playing this this lately first off just gotta say this is the worst name this is maybe the worst gaming name in history triangle strategy that does nothing for no one no it's it's really bad it doesn't sound like there's any kind of like uh i don't know like story or it didn't really feel like there's any kind of connection here as far as like uh I don't know, like, when I hear that, I don't think of, like, oh, man, this is an epic story that I want to go down. Um, I guess Final Fantasy Tactics didn't really have that kind of feel either in this name. That kind of sounds like you're playing, like, a, I don't know, mobile game or some shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Triangle Strategy uh, is literally... Um, Final Fantasy Tactics, like Reborn, dude. Like, it sounds, it sounds, uh, or it plays just like Final Fantasy Tactics. Like when you are, uh, you know, like whenever you have like the grid, it's like the, it's like you're on the block above someone. If you hit them, you get like a better attack power or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the same exact kind of like game style. I mean, like everything is pull right it's like copy and paste there's some new stuff now or like if you're i don't remember if this was in old final fantasies or not but like if you're pinched if you're like if you're on the opposite side of an enemy and like your ally is on the uh other side like you can hit them and then your ally would hit them for like another like follow-up attack was that in the was that in tactics ever i'm not sure that sounds very fire emblemy Right, it's definitely like it's almost like Fire Emblem, but you 
it's not like Fire Emblem as far as like when you're next to someone, they follow up. It's like they have to be on the opposite side. So that's that's kind of like weird to me. Um, but it works. Like it kind of makes you have strategy. And some of the moves, some of the skills or whatever will like knock you or knock a character in a certain direction. So you can kind of try to place them in certain areas to do that. So it's kind of some cool stuff to think about. Um, but um, this prologue demo, it will carry over into the main game, your save file, and you get chapters one through three, which um, I've been playing this, and it's actually a lot of story. Like, it's actually a lot of game. So um, if if someone is into this already and just wanted to get, like, a head start on it, <laughs> this is, like, your way to do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have the demo downloaded and I'm going to take some time with it. Um, it, it. It looks exactly like the type of game that I would love to play if I was looking for a strategy game. Uh, yeah. And I'm just not. And, like, it, it. I love the art. Like, I'm sure when I play it, I'm going to really like the... the uh, like, I have nothing bad or negative to say about this except that it's just not what i want to be playing right now um i mean that said you know like march is going to roll around i might buy it i'm not sure but um i'm just so far removed from wanting to play something where i have to think that deeply and you know like i'm sure it'll be something i play i just don't know if it'll be on release day yeah and that's kind of what i was saying like I I don't know. Like, I think I've been excited for this one for a while. And I feel like I, you know how, like, we kind of talked about this in chat. Like, I go through ways where, like, I'll play, like, what, three houses. Probably am on three houses. And I'm like, I love this. But when I'm done with it, like, my mind is, like, so tired. Like, I don't want to think about tactical shit anymore for a while. Right. And Yeah, and that's then exactly I, where I'm at. Right. And then you and then like I don't play it for like two years and then I'm like, I kinda want that again. Um now when even when I'm playing the demo of this, <clears throat> every now and then I'm kind of like I'm like, fuck dude, like I'm in this battle and the battle was you know, like these battles can take a while, even though like the turns go pretty fast, um, it's still just like, you know, you gotta think about placement and you gotta like you know how these games always do that shit where it's like reinforcements arrive for the other team and you fucking have like no reinforcements. Like they do that tricky shit all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that adds like another like five turns and you're just like, dude, I was like ready to be done with this fight. Um, but the story, like I think as far as the story goes, like the setup is really good. They're calling it triangle because there's like a land that is the land that has like water. There's a land that has salt or some shit, which is necessary for like something. And then there's a land that has like uh, steel or metal or like iron, like like you know like um, shit that you build with. So anyway, like I guess that's why they're calling it triangle. And basically, like the these uh, this land is kind of like going into peril. Like they're gonna like argue or fight each other or some shit. So it's really good. Like it's the story setup. It's good. It's just the name is like it must have been like a hard translation or some shit. They were just like, all right, fuck it, triangle strategy. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I I really thought honestly thought when they announced it that at some point the name would change and then it became obvious that it wasn't going to. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's terrible, but hopefully the game is great. I mean, remember when Octopath Traveler came out? It was like Project Octopath and then yeah. Octopath Traveler. And we were just like, that's the fucking name? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, that's all I got to say, honestly. Um, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, I suggest people download it if you're into I'm sure people that are into it have already seen this because Nintendo's kind of like amping this up right now. It's like on, it's on the main page. It's like the main thing that they're showing off right now. So I'm sure it's not, it's like hard to miss if you are into this kind of game. But um, the prologue, at least, is definitely a good way to get like chapters one through three uh, finished. And this is no more like beta or beta. It's like the actual game. Yeah. Um... I, you know, I'm I'm going to spend some time with it. And, you know, I think I would be more inclined. I think I said this too. Like, I think I would be more inclined to be all in on this game if, if Rune Factory 5 wasn't coming out the end of next month and I'm just not trying to drop like 120 bucks on two separate games. Uh, but I don't know if I play the demo and it's like, you know, captures like my imagination or whatever, then obviously I'll I'll change my tune and I'll I'll get this one also or instead but realistically also i'm honestly at the point too where i'm waiting for reviews like i love it i'm i'm basically in but you know if there's some reviews that are just kind of like seven out of ten even if they're like eight out of ten and they're just kind of like ah eh, it's good but like not like just knock your socks off amazing but like you should play it i might i'll probably even then put off and what just wait because like I'm, I'm kind of looking for like if I'm spending sixty at this point in my life, I kind of need it to be like a masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's so many like other games that are coming out that you know, like Horizon Zero Dawn is like one that's like or Horizon whatever it's called. That that new one is like definitely on my radar. It's like I'd rather spend sixty on that because I know that's gonna be good. Um, tomorrow, isn't it? Some shit like that, dude. It's just like there's games like all over the place right now. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of why I'm like I'll just fucking wait, um, you know, wait for the review on that game, just to make sure. Like I'm sure it's gonna be good because like I think the setup is good, but like sixty dollars is sixty dollars. Got to like kind of like pick and choose. Yeah, that's that's where I'm. At. Plus, then on, on top of that, like Game Pass makes it tough. Like I don't want to drop sixty bucks on any games really when I can play so many of them for free. But new, you know, it's been a while since new games have really caught my interest, and there's a bunch coming out, so it is going to be kind of a pick and choose situation. I think. Yeah, same. Like the Room Factory is kind of on my radar. I never played one before, and you talked about them a lot, but I just sixty. That's sixty dollars, right? I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, everything is 60. <laughs> yeah, and they're not going down. Then you go to like PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, you know, Series X, and they're like 70 and 80. So it's like, dude, right. this world is not for us. <laughs> well, uh, so, that's all my games, honestly. Yeah, so I think that wraps up. Uh, we kind of did a quickie uh, pause this week <laughs> because. Uh, we hadn't been playing a ton and what, you know, we were, I think we've got some topics that we want to spend some more time working on our talking points and everything. So that's going to wrap up episode 20, 
four. Phoenix is traveling, which means probably we'll be playing some Wild Rift here and there. Um, and then we'll be back with episode 25 eventually, which I think is kind of our regular schedule now is we'll be back sometime. Um, (laughs) You can uh, find us on social media. You can find us at RPN cast on Instagram, and you can find me on Instagram at flat cap gaming IG. And then I will throw it over to Phoenix for his social media. I'm a, I'm at fartsy P H A R T S Y. And that's pretty much everywhere. Um, so yeah. So, uh, that's going to wrap up episode 24 and we will be back. Thank you. And all of our love to Serbia.